The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. terrestrial radio show however everything that you want to hear right now if you're listening you probably want to hear it if you are and actually we just started streaming not streaming but broadcasting on uh ham radio yeah that's thing we we've added we're, we're doing ham radio this week if that goes well we'll be streaming on cb radio next week yeah, I just got my ham radio operator license last week, so... Did you really, for real? I've been working on my setup, my station, and I've got us broadcasting now, so... Oh, that's really that's really awesome, if that's true. That's uh, pretty much to pay homage to uh, the great Art Bell. He'd be very proud. Mm-hmm. Rip in peace, Art Bell. Lord Cronus wanted to know, Hey, Lord Cronus, thanks for joining us, buddy. I don't have your music set up yet, but I do have your drop here. Lord Cronus. <laughs> um, he wanted to know if we make our own music. I wanted to let him know that Mick sang that song. She, she's a singer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Nick. Nick plays the keyboard. So he's, he's actually in the back, and then I do the synthesizer. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're saying that the, this, this elaborate lie I'm telling you is fantastic or your Lord Cronus drop. But hopefully it's both. <laughs> both, probably. So, as you can tell by the Sleepless Nights song and the topic, talking about some dream meanings. Lord Cronus says, Nick, Nick looks like he's getting ready for January 6th all over again. January 6th? I don't know what January 6th is. What's Gen 6th? Is that the capital uh, incursion? or Is that the capital of January? 
Was that the incursion <laughs> at the Capitol? Is that what that was? I thought that wasn't that later in the year. January third. Oh, he said yeah. I thought January third. No, no, no. I guess it is the sixth. But I don't know what makes you look like that. Is it because you have the flag? Is it because he has a hat on? I'll put a hat on. I, I mean, I always have a flag and often a hat on. Often a hat. So. If I had the flag upside down, then that would really make a statement. Plus, many of those guys who are like super radical, don't they have like the the black flag with the blue stripe? Or is it? No, that's I don't the know. Cop supporters. I don't know. I don't know anything about Usually politics. Usually, it's uh, flag upside down or the what's the other flag called? Gadsden flag. Which I'm cool with both. So Nick, I made these cute little ghosts custom for our channel. Lord Cronus was using some. Uh, he wants to know what the dreams and meanings are about. <laughs> well, so we started doing a show that had to do with dreams uh when was that nick a few episodes ago so a few weeks ago sweet dreams are made of these <laughs> but uh we didn't get we we were talking about that particular podcast we were talking about astral projection and stuff and we only sort of oh, i wasn't i wasn't there for that one. Oh, so. okay okay yeah lord Cronus says it was a month or so so yeah, on that show we talked about lucid dreaming and astral projections, uh, which are uh, lucid dreaming is the concept by where you know you're dreaming, which not many people can differentiate once they get into it. You know, not many people can tell, oh, I'm dreaming right now. So that's lucid dreaming. Astral projection is where you perceive that you've projected your, you know, residual self onto a plane where you see your body or you can travel places, that kind of thing. So if you want to hear more about that. Check out that episode. I believe I had that. I can look it up, but I think uh, Wazzy was on that episode. Unfinished Plans is coming in hot. We got Unfinished Plans here, and he's like uh, the B Squad tonight, huh? Unfinished Plans. <laughs> oh, Unfinished Plans. I totally forgot who that guy was, anyways. It yeah. just, it, I think you it get... even like react in my mind. I was like, I haven't heard that name in such a long time. Well, he disappeared for a long time. He was he was gone, uh, and then when he came back, I feel like you guys kept missing each other on the shows. Like he would just come on when you're not on, and then you know Mick met him for the first time, if you want to call it that. But uh, yeah, so that happened. So yeah, anyway, uh, you know, about a month ago, we had a, an episode on astral projection and lucid dreaming. Uh, pretty heavy topics, but uh, we touched on the meanings of some dreams. And there was some interest within our listener base and you know our hosts who picked this back up. So that's what we decided to do. Really quick announcement. Next week, we're going to have M.R. Gorga on, the demonologist. And uh, that's going to be a really fun time. And we're going to be interviewing him. He's got a book coming out. And we'll talk more about it uh, over social media. But definitely, if you're a fan of the show, see if you can catch uh, this podcast next week live. Because it will be a stone cold stunner. One thing I will say, though. We may not be reading some of the chat to MR Gorga. So we'll allow the chat to go on. If he wants to take questions from the chat, that's cool. I doubt that it'll be something that we can we can do. So yeah. jumping right into it, I guess uh, we are waiting for Leah, by the way. She's just going to be late, but she'll be signing on. Um, really quick, the first thing I wanted to get into this was uh, if we've... If we've ever had Nick, have you ever had any like reoccurring dreams or things that you've dreamt about all the time? I have a couple. Mm. 
Well, before I got my license, I had a lot of reoccurring dreams of me driving behind the wheel and like getting stuck on freeways and not being able to get off and the car just like taking off on its own. And it was scary. <laughs> but I think that's an anticipation to become an actual driver and just my fears. When did you uh, when did when did you learn to drive? Did you get the license at 16? 15. 15. Wow. Well, so you must have been having those dreams at 14. Well, probably at 15 or 16. So yeah. I was sophomore year. I took my driver's ed and, and I got the permit. Lord Cronus says you got your driving permit last month, so that makes sense. Yes. Yep. Totally. I didn't. I didn't learn to drive until I was 18, and that was because my parents were like so strict that it's not even that they were so strict. It's like they didn't really have the means to teach me either. Um. <laughs> It's really funny because what, what would happen is like I had my long, your dad can teach you a spinning head kick, but he can't teach. My, you how to my drive. dad doesn't drive. My dad never drove after he came. <laughs> so my dad came to the country illegally and it took him. I don't know how many like 20 years to get his green card. So he never had a license. Did he walk everywhere. My mom would drive him everywhere. Uh, she still does. So like he just never did it. And then uh, like he <laughs> could he could drive. But like I just had to talk with him about this the other day. And he was just like, yeah. I never really had a desire. Driving causes problems. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. Um, it was really funny because, like, at the time when I had my learner's permit, I got, like, an A in driver's ed. Uh, it was, like, one of the easiest classes of my life, by the way. I remember Easy. I would ask my mom, like, if she could take me out driving to learn. And the thing about it is, in Illinois, I I'm sure you've lear you were learning in Wisconsin. Yeah. Here, I don't know, or I don't know the difference between here and there, but I do know that here you have to have a logbook of who takes you driving to log your hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom, while she did have a valid driver's license, she didn't have insurance on her vehicle at the time. Mm. So she couldn't add to the logbook. And like, there was no one else that could teach me, like my scumbag brother could, but like, he was too busy being fat and unattractive. So like, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, so. <sighs> Yeah, I remember she took me to the cemetery once to learn how to drive, and it was, like, really, really bad. Like, I, there was no experience gained from that. Like, yeah, I, I didn't kill anything, but mm. everything was already dead. You didn't dead. knock over any headstones. No, I didn't knock over headstones, but, like, how does that doesn't really teach you how to drive for real. Unfinished yeah. Plans chiming chime in and said he failed the driver's ed the first time. Did you fail driver's ed the first time? How the fuck do you do that? Um. <laughs> anyway, so when I first uh, learned to drive... Oh, and then by the way, like my mom didn't have insurance on the truck, so she couldn't like teach me the behind the wheel stuff. She couldn't. She didn't want to trust me to like drive her car uninsured as like a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Long story short, I didn't learn to drive until I was eighteen. I trained, like I practiced for like a month behind the wheel, and then I just went in and took the exam and passed. And I've been really good ever since. Unfinished plan says, with skill, he failed the driver's ed the first time. Did you uh, have any nightmares about it, though, before? I, I, ha I did have, I think, one or two. I don't know if you want to call them dreams or nightmares. Probably treaded the line of both. I think it was just more anxiety from, you know, yeah. you, you have that fear that you're not going to pass the test. But, like, once you do, <laughs> once you have your driver's license, it's, like, literally one of the most liberating, awesome things in your life. Like, you got your license and your car, forget about it. Like, that's, like, a whole new adult feeling that you you know most people don't get yeah. when they were kids so it was so great for me you have any reoccurring dreams i've had a couple i did not i did not fail high school 
but I was going through some really traumatic stuff with my home life and you know my junior and senior year so my grades were shit mm-hmm. and uh I still graduated early I still went to college at 17 which is something most people don't do but in mm-hmm. my junior and senior year in high school my grades were absolute trash and I just remember it being because like my home life was so bad you know my parents were doing this thing where they would like feast and famine with drugs and then withdrawals would hit and then things would just really like really be bad like it it got kind of physically abusive at that time too like not just with me but my siblings too like my dad had kicked down my sister's door you know one of the dogs got beat it's really bad your dad would put rat traps between your legs I'm never gonna financially recover from this oh Nick Nick Sweat Dreams donated ten dollars somebody with the handle Nick Sweat Dreams Thank you so much. That Thank you so much, Nick's dreams. There you go. Wow. Nick, Nick would be mad if he uh if it wasn't a donation. So now we got that twenty dollar twenty dollars towards the uh <laughs> the holiday party. We got uh unfinished plan saying that that's vodka money. Maybe. Not for me though. But uh anyhow. Yeah, no, so Oh yeah. About Oh yeah, so anyway, like dream. yeah, so during the time of like my senior year, especially around graduation, there was questions on if I'd be able to even graduate. And it was so traumatic for me that like I had so much pressure because I'd already gotten accepted into college and I had my start date. I went through all the orientation at our at our school, you know? Yeah. And then I remember like my my guidance my guidance counselor calling my mom like maybe two weeks before graduation was like, Hey, if uh, Frank doesn't do this and that and blah, 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 he's not going to, he's not going to walk the stage. (laughs) And then, um, you know, that's sort of the icing on the cake. That phone call was just like the worst. And it was like one of the worst weeks of my life. So since then, I don't know if it's, if that's to blame, but I think it is. But like, I literally still have dreams where I'm in high school trying to graduate. Or like still trying to go through the classes. <laughs> I swear to God, it ha- it happened this year. I've had a few of those dreams just this year, and I think it's just because of that uh, potential trauma that I had. But like that doesn't need interpretation. Like I have a feeling. Like that's why I, I am those. never gonna financially recover from this. Okay, so then we've got Nick's mom is hot with two T's donated five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where's that donation coming from? What platform? Uh, Twitch. It'd be off of Twitch. Okay. Wow. Maybe it's Doug. I don't Doug, know. Doug, if you're doing this, buddy. It'd be Doug. Doug, if you're donating money, or whoever it is, I gotta, I gotta. Whoever, I don't know. Who knows? Who I, don't, is, I don't know who's doing that. <laughs> but that's like the funniest shit I've ever. Some of the funniest Wait, shit. That's, that's like some of the funniest stuff that's ever happened on this show. You literally have to make a new email just to make a new Twitch. Register, account. new email, all of that stuff. Yeah. So Anyways, fucking um, cool. Um, I'm gonna open so up. You were having now. night recurring nightmares. <laughs> you were struggling the past high school. Yeah. Uh, and so like when I have my reoccurring dreams, it's almost like I'm just taking classes, not necessarily like trying to graduate per se, but just going through the motions of like going to class, having classmates, and then just that feeling of dread and wor- yeah. and worry. Uh, I mean, I've had nightmares where I've lost jobs and i've woken up and then you know then been like really relieved but 
I mean, I do remember one dream when I was a younger kid. I am never going to financially recover from that. <laughs> so now we got Nick Poops Too Long. Don't <laughs> get <laughs> uh. <laughs> Nick's poops are too long or are too long? <laughs> Frank, gather yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm just gonna be. <laughs> Literally, you gotta mute yourself, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess that's pizza money now. You know, I I will say. <laughs> I will say that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll clip it for you, Crotus. Um, I will say that I'm gonna take that donation money and do something, whatever, whoever is donating, drop us a line in the chat. Let me know what you want me to use that money for, because I'm looking at it here in the, uh, the transaction, and it doesn't say if you, if you wanted us to use it for something specific, but all I gotta say is it's much appreciated. Nick, you know, this is hilarious. Toilet paper. It's, a, it's the funniest troll that anyone has ever done. Unfinished plans in style, but yeah, that was that pretty That takes good. some time, man. Three different... Three different <laughs> Twitch accounts. Three different, uh, yeah. It's fucking, gotta, am- it's fucking connect, amazing. You gotta connect your bank account or your card or whatever and... Eh. <laughs> Just to say your fucking poop is long and your mom is hot. What was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot uh, what the first one was. What was the first one? All I know is we're trying, we're trying to take this shit seriously. And this Joel, he's donating money just to say that your mom is hot. Hey, oh, God, sorry. Oh, I gotta keep it together. <laughs> I, that really made my night, though. Oh, it, it says your Halloween party. Okay, cool. Halloween party it is. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, so uh all right man. Um so yeah, reoccurring dreams. So let's take a look here. So uh it's take you even recover from that? I do. I have I gotta take uh, a sip of water. Uh, okay, so reoccurring dreams. Here we go. <laughs> here, here we go, reoccurring dreams. Yeah, here we go. Try again. So um I've been doing some research on this because it's my topic. And um, obviously, dream and dream analysis is so complex. I didn't know this, but people actually can take classes and get certifications on how to interpret them and analyze them. That I did not know because I thought dream interpretation was just a bunch of bunch of uh, hocus pocus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you can buy like dream books. Well, yeah, but like, where's the line of science versus versus that crazy neighbor that you have that? I mean, looks like- I hate to keep going back to coast to coast, but you know, I've had. I mean, I've heard episodes where they brought in those people that are like verified, you know, dreamologists or whatever the hell they want to call themselves. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a real thing is the point. Yeah. And I didn't know that they were a real thing until I researched for today's show. So if you have a terrible dream about, let's say, impending doom, like, okay, I've had this dream and this is probably one of the worst ones. Mm-hmm. I'm in a city. I'm downtown in a large city. I'm standing on the sidewalk. I look up and like, I'm staring literally at the foot of like the tallest freaking tower I've ever seen. Tallest skyscraper I've ever seen. Literally, it looks like it's going to collapse on top of me. 
and it like reaches past this guy dude. and it's just so intimidating that it just scared the piss out of me so like what does that even mean what would that even mean do you think so I, during the, the research that I did for this particular topic, one of the commonalities that I found or one of the things that was verified was that one of the main differences between men and women is, women is this. And I will tell you that dream is very common. Men, when they have nightmares, tend to have nightmares about post-apocalyptic things like war, whereas women tend to have dreams about interpersonal relationships going bad. Which is weird, because I don't think I've ever had a single dream about that. That's my real life. I don't need to dream about my yeah. interpersonal relationships going bad. <laughs> Mine's usually like death and terror and all that shit. Dude. Yeah, so that's that's more closer to what a lot of guys dream about. Uh, I just want to say hello to Leah, who is muted because she's walking through a busy, loud city. But uh, definitely appreciate yes, her I am. her on. Uh, Unfinished Plans is happy to see you. Oh, thanks. Hi. Yep. I made it. So uh, It's been a night. She'll be joining us here a little bit shortly when she gets to a quieter part of the alley. Yeah. <laughs> about it. I mean, this neighborhood is not usually quiet, unfortunately, but got a girlfriend who had kind of a life emergency, so I'm on, is you her, know, her name, friend duty. Is her name Ellie? Because I would understand if it was. No, it's not, hey. but fair. Playing, dun, the, dun, playing dun. the really quiet got him drop. <laughs> I, I was like, that seemed really quiet. I'm about to buy some smokes at the 7-Eleven, though, because I'm stressed as fuck. All right. Well, enjoy your smokes. I'm going to keep talking, but you chime in whenever it's quiet and you want to contribute. I will. So uh, we've got uh, a couple of different people who have talked about uh, some dreams like that. And the first one I want to touch on is Sigmund Freud, who said that uh, dreams are sort of our outlet for what we would maybe consider our primal desires, if you get my drift. So he saw them as something is like a sexual outlet. However, he also would say things like if you're dreaming about eating a hot, like he didn't say hot dog, but like I think in one of his studies he mentioned about eating a, a sausage. He said like, oh, well, that's a the phallic symbol. So you might have some homosexual undertones. Real talk. Yeah. And it's like, that, huh? right. So like now I can't have a dream about eating a, a lollipop or, yeah. you know, a, a nice cream. What is those? Those bomb pops are pretty good. Or those sharks are great. The bomb pops. So then you got, uh, exactly. yeah. So then you got Carl Jung who said that, that, that his whole, that Freud's studies are all a mistake or his uh, theories on it are all mistakes that none of that is based in science. And, uh, it's kind of a, uh, he, Carl Jung, accused Freud of sort of playing into the whole mysticism of it and those people who are just, I don't know, like the mystical side. And so he accused him of like stepping away from the scientific aspect of it because none of that is scientifically sound. Like there's no scientific proof or evidence for the claims that if you're dreaming of a hot dog, that might mean you're secretly gay and you don't know yourself. Yeah. So uh, anyway. I, I feel like that's probably pretty accurate. Like I, yeah. as much as... Freud has had some very good insights, I feel like, into how people's psyches work and maybe some repression of what's going on in their lives. I don't know that it was based on anything that's actually scientific, and it's a lot what most people use as a reference, which is... Basically, he was a hack. I, well, no. I don't, I don't think he was a hack. I just don't think it was necessarily based... On, like, I don't know what his... Like, say, you know, when you do a 
technical experiment, you're supposed to have like a control and all those. Things. I don't know the yeah, how. He didn't, yeah, he didn't do any of that. It was just what he thought. Right. He was. It was just theory. It was. It was speculation. Uh, which, which he really, really, the most interesting turn that this took was, doing my research, I found a giant list of commonly believed dream interpretations per what what you're dreaming about. So, so like, what's one? What's the interpretation if you're like digging? Like, if you just constantly are digging, you can never reach the end of it. What's that? take a look if there is one in this master list that I found, but I, I guess there's not. But, the thing about it is this. Oh, Leia's oh. gone. Oh, fuck, whatever. <laughs> Go on. Oh, bye, Leia. Oh. Bye. I have no idea what happened. I'm back, I think. Yep. So here's the thing, Nick. There's going to be so many people that find commonalities within dreams and nightmares, but the biggest thing is this, and this is the biggest take back that I want everybody to take back because this is something that I learned that's the most important, and it's this. Dreams and nightmares and interpreting them is based more on speculation than fact. There is no scientific consensus on what causes dreams or nightmares or what they mean. Period. So everything that you see about dream interpretations and analytics that's cool, but none of it is actually based in a lot of scientific fact because it's a, it's a, it's not something that the scientific community has consensus on, right? So mm -hmm. we could find what dreams that have digging could mean, but Carl Jung says that you yourself know yourself better than anyone, so the best person to interpret your own dreams is actually yourself. I actually think that's great. I think that's true. And he says that sometimes if you're dreaming about things, you should really be analytical about your own dreams and think about them as, let's say, if you're having a dream about, you know, like a friend, right? Or like an enemy, you're fighting someone in, someone in your dreams. I've had dreams about fighting people, like physically. Oh, yeah, I've had those too. I'm not a violent person. Usually, usually when you're throwing the punches, they're like in, ineffective, like nothing's happening. They do no damage. Uh, my dreams have been the opposite. My dreams, like, I'll fucking destroy someone. I'll punch my dreams are like, I'm swinging for my life. Swing at the fences and it's like they're unfazed. Nah, man. In my dreams, I'll punch somebody and they'll fucking explode. So we're no, very that's different. Two, two very different meanings. Uh, yeah. So the thing about it is, what what uh, Jung would suggest is that that person who we're fighting might be uh, sort of our mind telling a certain aspect of ourselves that we're fighting. It may not be an external force. It may be something personal to us. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, I don't know what's happening, but regardless, what I was going to say is also those are very interesting factors for me on the outside to hear for you guys having that We'd very different thought process. Well, to me, Frank, I find that you are someone who typically is very not confrontational. Like you like to make sure you're thinking about all the different aspects of things. You like to make sure when you talk to somebody about a situation, I feel like you almost sometimes like over explain things that you don't know. Like I don't necessarily, I'm like, okay, cool. And you're like, well, this is why I think this. I'm like, awesome. Cool. Like I was cool with it without you telling me that, but like you're very conscious of everybody around you and the way they feel and their thoughts and trying to make people feel included in things. So I don't think it's weird at all that when you dream about fighting, that you dream about like not being that person. Whereas Nick, I feel like as a person to me, you seem like when you have a problem with somebody, you'll tell somebody that like right to their face. So maybe that's like the opposite in a dream, you know, for you, like you can't in a dream, it's the opposite. To me, it kind of makes sense in a way. Like, yeah, I definitely 
I, I could see that. Like I do overshare. Lord no, Car it's not that you overshare. It's well, just like, that you're you're very you think about all. <laughs> you're just going straight to that, man. Yeah, man. Like I you get uh, the whole meaning of the. I was talking to Lord Cronus before the stream, and I, I was talking to Lord Cronus before the stream, hey, and I was like, "Forget the yin and the yang, man. You're just all about uh." Uh, I don't mean to talk too much, but I mean... Here we go. No, I was telling Lord Cronus before the stream started. There I like, go. I'm telling you right to your face what I'm yeah. thinking in my mind, man. I told uh, Lord Cronus you were dropping a deuce, and that's why we were late to start. So, like, it's oversharing, man. I mean, maybe a little, but... Okay, uh, have you, uh, Frank, I know you used to work kind of in the service industry, not necessarily, like, as a waiter, but in the no, food not business. As a waiter, but, yeah, I have been, I've been working retail and restaurants since I had been 16 until I was about 27 or 28. 27. Yeah. So Nick, like, have you have you ever worked in restaurants? I worked briefly at a little pizza shop. Okay. So this is something that I saw a skit about, like a, a comedian that does skits about serving that I really enjoy, that he's on, like, Instagram and TikTok and stuff. But recently he did one that he was talking, there was like, he plays different characters and he'll put wigs on and do all these comedy skits about service industry. And he mm -hmm. was doing one about like the new server. And he was like, I had this horrible dream and there were tables and I just couldn't get to all the, it's a weeded dream. And everybody who works in the service industry I've ever met who has ever been a waitress or a bartender has had a weeded dream. I remember right before I went back to the bar that I ended up managing at, I had left the bar and I came back as a like, key holder and then eventually went into management and right before I went back to that restaurant I had this dream I'd never been to the restaurant location that I ended up working at but I had this dream of what it looked like and I dreamt that I got there and that the person who was my mentor who asked me to come and work for her said when I got there told everybody else that worked there like oh I've got Leia I don't need anybody else you can all go home everything's what? better now because she's here right and then yeah. I just like failed, like even the cooks. And she was like, you can do it all. And in this dream, I just like went down in flames. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, why did I ever ask you to work here again? And that was the day before I started. And I had this, like, I woke up in a like blind panic, like sweating. And I was like, oh my God. But in this skit, the guy's talking about how he had this dream and the guy who's worked forever is like, oh yeah. You'll have those for the rest of your life, even after you quit. And he's not lying. Even when I don't work in the service industry, you'll wake up to a fucking nightmare about mm -hmm. serving tables and you can't get to all. Like, it's just like that eternal fear when you're a server. Yeah. I've never served tables, so I've never had that dream. But I've definitely been fucked and have gone down in flames. I've definitely, I've definitely worked like four different positions simultaneously just to keep like a uh, you know a shift change afloat like if you're working it's during like a shift a, change an episode of kitchen nightmares pretty much oh way worse i remember one time we got secret shopped and i was the manager at the time but between like two and five two and four we would cut everybody so i'd be the i'd be oh. the only person in the front of house and we'd have mm -hmm. one kitchen manager and usually you'd have one table right like and we got secret shopped with one table and on the secret shop, I did not get a perfect 100%, although I did get a very good score. But they, I was their host, I was their server, I was their bartender, and I cooked their fucking market bar walks You're on like, the line. welcome to Leia's restaurant. <laughs> and like, I got the, exactly. I'm the owner-operator. Exactly. 
It was terrifying. What kind of comments did they leave? Did they leave comments or no? It was, no, I got a good shop. I just like the timing wasn't perfect. Cause you know, like part of your score is like how many minutes an appetizer, how many minutes a drink takes. And oh, because yeah. there's one person doing all of that, it just wasn't perfect. They do but that it was shit where good. they drop a fork on the floor to see if you'll come and pick it up. No, that wasn't part of our reviews. Oh, that used to be part of, you know. But there was, yeah, there was like certain things that would come. Like also like, did you suggest the like loyalty program? Did you suggest a dessert? Did you, you know, <laughs> all the corporate bullshit. This isn't like a Michelin star person coming in and no, no, greeting this, that, right? This is just to make sure that like. Usually, no, it was like a company that the the restaurant chain would hire. Like quality control, basically. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a really, really common thing. I think almost every restaurant has something like it where they'll hire a company. Yeah, the company I work for now has it. The only thing I don't like is they do it internally. So they literally have it like on their website. Like, do you want to be a secret shopper for us? But the only problem with that is like, if my regular comes in and I don't do the same spiel to my regular that I do to somebody because they come in every week. Like I hand them the beer they drink every day. You know, I don't ask them if they want a dessert. So if like by some chance, one of my regulars were to join the like secret shop program, I'd be fucked. Unfinished Plans wanted to chime in a, a little bit ago. I forgot to read his comment. We were talking about inflicting pain if we're fighting somebody in a dream. He says he cannot inflict pain. So he's in Nick's camp. But yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. I'm sorry that you're ha that you had some or you you have reoccurring dreams of being a server, but that's just the thing that that brings us back to the topic, which is, you know why you're having those dreams. You do know, so you're you know you agree more with uh, Jung Carl Jung than Sigmund Freud, which is you're the best person to interpret why you're having them. Nobody else can maybe really oh, do that as no, well as you if can. It's a dream that's supposed to be shining light on something that's totally not in your psyche or your your thought process, but yet you rely on your own thoughts to figure it out. How are you gonna figure it out then? Give me an example of that. Come on, man. Like if you like, have like a, are you talking about like if you have like a premonition of something happening or? Well, like if let's say you don't spend enough time with a sibling, right? But it's, that is not even in your daily thoughts ever. And you have this dream and the dream's supposed to send you that message through your your thoughts that you need to spend more time with that person for whatever reason. But because it's not in the forefront of your mind, you never think to turn that stone over. Yeah, that, that's definitely a thing uh, while studying. Then you can hold on. So then you can rely on the book maybe to look it up and be like, oh, well, that's what that means, you know? I mean, yes, but those books are also just crapshoot of what people seem to think. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's the other problem. If you rely on yourself, you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss something. I think. So one well, of the healthiest activities you can do with dreams and nightmares in general is if you can have like a, a dream journal, which is a journal that I have where I write down things that I like about Leia that's next to my bed. Uh, most people <laughs> would use those to write down the dreams that they have or the nightmares, and then that way they can go back and reference them with what people commonly think about their own dreams, which can be useful. Another thing that you brought up that was um, within the within the scope of what I did for research was depending on how long you sleep and the different REM cycles, which is the rapid eye movement cycles, like you know that there are different sort of sections of your sleep that will be you know, you'll get into a deeper sleep and then come out of a sleep. It's it's in a cycle kind of thing. Um, 
And if you, if anybody who's listening ever wants to kind of figure out their REM cycle, uh, you could buy a smartwatch like a Fitbit and it can tell you or a Samsung watch or an Apple watch. They all do that shit. I found out that if you are somebody who only sleeps about four to five hours a night, you might only enter into the first REM cycle and your dreams may only be about 10 minutes each one if you have them. And then huh. if you're somebody who gets closer to like that eight to nine hour, then uh, during your REM cycle, you'll still have those 10 minute dreams to start off with. But towards the end of the night, you may have dreams that last 40 to 50 minutes or an hour. During those times is when your mind is likely to approach topics that so, you may not like it's those stones that you may not overturn usually because it's sort of almost like a meditation type type of thing where you're totally relaxed and you're able to like focus a bit more and step back from your life and be like, oh, this shit's going on. So that is a thing. That's probably why I don't get many dreams anymore because I just don't sleep long enough. That could be for sure. I mean, I also like I find that I have much more promising I guess like things that I can I feel like I can look at more analytically when I meditate now than when I dream most of the time but but that's because I have an active meditation cycle yes I do you know there are so uh, it's focused there are very big parallels between meditation and sleep that is that is something that people do have a consensus on so when Leia is going to be meditating should probably get those stones overturned that somebody like Nick, you or I maybe not, maybe not think of until we get that eight, nine hours of sleep. If we do, which the both of us really don't. I, I know like I don't, unless it's like one of the very few days I get to sleep in because I honestly only sleep in maybe two, maybe two days, two days a month is me sleeping in outside of that. I'm pretty much, I know when I'm going to be. What, up is, what does sleep in mean for you though? Like more hours than you normally sleep or just the time that you sleep is like later. Yeah. So generally I'll go, I'll try to be in bed by 10 ish. Three o'clock in the morning. No, no. I'll be in bed by 10 PM usually cause I'm an old man. And then I won't fall asleep until 11, 12 ish. And then I know just cause it's me, like my, my sleep is trash especially during the summer and we're just coming off the summer, but I won't fall asleep right away. And then if I do, I tend to like toss and turn and wake back up. I have really bad sleep. I should definitely do something about it. But uh, I generally, I think I average, and I know this based on the Samsung Galaxy watch that I have that, that does the sleep stuff. I average about four and a half to five hours per average night of sleep, which is horrible. Uh, yeah, that's bad. It's bad. Mine's about five and a half to six. Yeah, I, I think I should be doing five and a half to six. But it, Man, if I worked from home, dude. Oh, that's, but for me, that's part of it. You know, like, I'm not as active out there, so, like, my body isn't as tired. You know what I mean? Oh, you probably drink caffeine throughout the day, too, don't oh, you? Oh, dude, I, I'm in... Caffeine is so... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I become so... Uh, dependent? De- not dependent, um, but, like, it doesn't do anything for me anymore. Like, I've drank so much caffeine. When I work... Yeah, actually, you almost need to do, like, a caffeine cleanse well yeah. and, and and for me leah my ca- yourself. my caffeine intake really increased when i was working in restaurants my the restaurant that i used to work at used to give us free red bull and monster every fucking shift just to get us through it if we wanted it and we what us what that yeah. was the burrito place that was chipotle i can say it it was chipotle dave clark yeah. who's been on the show uh yeah. he we don't give out free any energy drinks to any oh, staff he used ever to, he, well i mean you, you also work in a place that serves alcohol and we didn't so 
Yeah, you know. that's true. Uh, the, well, I mean, you guys, Chipotle has alcohol. I drink margaritas when I go to they Chipotle. They took them away. I was there yesterday and I talked to you. I told you they took margaritas Well, yes, away. but I'm still annoyed by that. Oh, me too. Oh, Although Nick. I had one the last time I was there, like last year, I uh-huh. had still had a margarita. I Well, they, again, when I, told, when I talked to you yesterday, they blamed the supply chain issues. So that wouldn't have existed and they probably slash, wouldn't have back. Slash, we don't want to buy tequila anymore. Or, what's that, Nick? They should fix their queso while they're at it. Well, they did release queso 2.0. I agree, 2.0. that queso is garbage. But Nick, yesterday I was sitting at a Chipotle and they actually had this machine that looked like an espresso machine behind the cashier and I asked what it was. They have a fucking machine for quesadillas, man. Really? And before, we just used to take the tortilla with cheese press? and put it like in. Yeah, we just put it in the tortilla press when I worked there. Yeah. And they have a fucking machine that looks like it's... I, like literally to make cappuccino and you just put it in there. It's the press. There's a press inside the machine. You close the door and then mm-hmm. like, you know, you can see that there's a press inside that. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck do you need that? You don't need that yeah, shit. Right. That's so what? So you don't get cheese on the tortilla press, but I think they're doing that to respect vegans. I, I get oh, it. So, so they won't, so they won't give you horchata either though. But no, they won't. And, and their, their yeah, aguas frescas at Chipotle have some uh, questionable ingredients as well. Like they're doing the whole savory drink thing where they're putting like turmeric in there. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not drinking no fucking turmeric, turmeric with my burrito. Like they have like lemonade and like blackberry lemonade, that kind of thing. I was looking at them. It's like, I do f- like that lemonade. That's good stuff. I haven't tried it, but like they have like some of the <clears> lemonades <throat> have re- weird ingredients. And I was looking at them yesterday like, mm, mm, I'm not, I don't know if I jive with that. Like, <laughs> I like that. Um, Agave, um, lemonade that they have. Is it blackberry that they have there? I don't know. I think there's a blackberry one. That sounds right. And then my favorite, though, we're way off topic now, but it's okay. At Mod Pizza, they have a Marion blackberry lemonade that's super good. I've only been to Mod one time. I like Mod. It's okay. I don't think I've ever been there. There's two chains that opened up, Leia, that kind of work like if Chipotle and a pizza place had a baby. And that's Mod Pizza and Blaze Pizza, where you order a pizza on the line and they'll build it on the line, like like Chipotle builds your. Yeah, I've had a Blaze. I've had Blaze. Oh, okay. So it's 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 pretty much the same as Blaze. I'm a Mod fan. Is there a Mod in the city? There probably is. I I mean, I've had them both. I don't think there's a huge difference. The Great Cheese Steak Escape. That place is always good. Great Cheese Steak. That that place is for you. What's it called? The Great Cheese Steak, right? Uh, Something like no, that. It's, it's garbage. It's, it's, also. Called, it's called the Great Steak and Potato. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that place is like a White Castle. That you'll hate yourself after. But like, it's good food. I oh, like it. Oh, dude, I have a White Castle down the street. I haven't ate there in like two years. There's a White Castle like in front. Don't, of where do, I live. It. Don't uh, do it, dude. If I if I'm like you know I work from home right. So like if I'm working and it's like noon on a weekday. No, no, it's not that I could I could walk there. I actually walked past there for dinner today. I got some Wingstop. Oh yeah, now About, we're uh, dude. Yeah, so like I got Wingstop for dinner today, and then uh, I was like, every single day, I'll smell those sliders because it's so close to me and it's so gross. After a while, I'll just like close my window. Uh, Unfinished plans <laughs> is asking me why am I like this? He, you know I want the sliders. <laughs> well, you know where that donation button is. Leia's mobile. She'll bring those out to you. Just pay her enough. She'll do it. Dude. I'm not bringing anybody White Castle. Fuck that. Are you it's telling me? You. Are you telling me if unfinished plans A lived in Chicago, which we don't know where he lives, but if he lived in Chicago and give you a thousand dollars, you wouldn't bring him a crave case? I will. Bring him a crave Kate crate. 
Crave the reason I will bring him a Crave case is because I ride a bicycle and it doesn't have to smell it. Crave, well, crave. no, you would you could you could order an Uber if he's paying you a thousand dollars. No onions and you'll be fine. I could also just no Uber Eats it to him. I have this thing; it's called Uber Eats, and I can just tell it to go where it wants to go. You Unfinished get... plan says he's always wanted the crate that Nick mentioned. It's a mythical beast. Yeah, it's a hundred of them. I remember one time when I was like in high school, we did like a white elephant with my youth group, and somebody brought a crave case and that was the thing that everybody fought over and kept trading for was it like a coupon for it or was it literally no they case? brought a literal crave case to the how long did the event? white elephant take because now you're talking about at least you know they're an hour old yeah <laughs> wasn't it getting cold i don't think those high schoolers cared yeah. high school hey, is, i polished uh, off my share so uh, well anyway back to the dreams leia have you ever had recurring dreams um, I don't have a ton of reoccurring dreams. The thing that I end up dealing with the most is that I have dreams that end up happening, which we've talked about in previous so podcasts. Like premonitional dreams. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I've had a ton that were like recurring or like other than like having a, like I said, like a weeded nightmare, but it was never the same weeded nightmare. It was just another restaurant weeded nightmare. Um, but I've had prophetic dreams, and then I um, I used to suffer from night terrors, Ooh. which I don't know. I don't remember. We might have talked about that once, too. There was a point in my life where my night terrors were so bad. Every night for, like, two months, I wasn't barely sleeping at all because it was so bad. Um, I would dream that I either killed or watched my friends and family members die every night for months. I don't think we talked about that. I would remember that. And so I actually got to a point where I started looking into like holistic ways to sleep without dreaming at that point because it was just so bad and started uh taking valerian root actually at that point and it helped kick it and honestly i would guess that it, there was probably some crazy psychological bullshit yeah, that i was going through that, and ignoring you know that's probably it i don't know i don't but it was it was aw like awful i would wake up just in a like sweating and like and uh, during that time, I will say one of those dreams in that time period, uh, I had never seen, I love Rob Zombie, I love his films. I had never seen The Devil's Rejects yet. I had seen The House of a Thousand Corpses. I had seen a couple, but I'd never seen The Devil's Rejects. And the first time I watched it, I had dreamt I was in that movie, that I was one of the main characters. I think you'd fit so right I in. dreamt it before I saw it. Because <laughs> I was like, this is all really familiar, which is super weird and bizarre. You know, I don't mind as far like a little off topic because I know you were talking about the dreams. I, a little off topic with Ram Zami and movies. I don't mind that he's doing his own movies, but I really don't like it when he's when he does interpretations of other properties or like I have found that I don't like those movies that he's done. Like the Halloween movies you didn't like yeah, or something? I, I, or? I, don't, I don't like him that much. I just feel like they're. I like his original movies much more than I liked saying. the he's Halloween. Got, he's got not an that original... they were bad; they just were okay. No, yeah, so it's exactly what I'm saying, which is, I feel like he's got his own original style, and I don't know that it always fits in with what he's doing. Um, Unfinished Plants says the Rob Zombie Halloween movies were not good. I I saw there was a post on Reddit today where he shows a screen cap of him doing the monsters. Which again, the monsters I like, but I don't know that it fits in with his personal style, so I don't know that I would like it. Furthermore, 
I mean, it could, but yeah, it could be, he could do it and you'll be like, well, that's not what I wanted. I also read an article that said that Rob Zombie was supposed to remaster and reboot and remake The Crow, which I can't see that working out well either. With Golding. The problem I have with that is that even, so I have all of The Crow movies, like a box set of the original three, not the crappy fourth one. But the original I only like the first. The first one is really still the only good one. And part of why that was so good was it was so different. And I mean, I think a lot of that was Brandon Lee and he's gone, you know, and and then there's all the hype about the fact that, you know, he died during the shooting and all that stuff. And people think that that is a big part of why that movie is the cult classic that it is because it was like this weird cursed film almost. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Mm. You know what? If Rob Zombie is going to be doing like reboots and remakes, he should just go make a movie out of the game Twisted Metal. I don't know, man. That could be fun. I don't know what Twisted Metal is. It'd be but... sweet. It'd be like Mad Max, but with Twisted Metal with like a killer never, ice cream truck. I never saw Mad Max either, but I will say that. You never saw any of the Mad right? Max movies? No. You're done. Walk yourself out. See yourself. Okay. They're, they're definitely worth watching. Don't you have HBO? They're on there, I think, right now. Dude, I don't, terrible, have, I don't have HBO. If I had HBO, you would know because I share all of my accounts as a perk to the podcast. Well, I have HBO, but it's not mine. It's my sister's, but maybe I'll share it with you so you can watch Mad Max. Speaking of, like, subscribed stuff, Shudder, how's that going for Halloween? Oh, so good. I've watched so many things. I just actually yeah. got a list from actually a guy that I swiped right on Tinder sent me a list of Ooh. the best, um, the hundred top horror movies of the 21st century. So like they're all <laughs> since 2000. <laughs> I haven't met him yet, but he sent it to me. We're talking. <laughs> Calm down, guys. I haven't fucked him yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> but it was very interesting to read through that list because there were a ton I'd never even heard of. The Hills Have Eyes would definitely be on there for me. Well, that's not 21st century. That came out past 2000, right? I don't think so. I think it was like 90. No. Oh, it wasn't on the list. It didn't make the list. I the Hills Have Eyes did was a fuck. Or something. It might have been, but it wasn't on the list. That movie is creepy. It is very creepy. There were some that I really liked creepy. that were on there. There were some that were very surprising. The one that was number one, I was like, I think I watched this was and I have no... Cloverfield? Was it Cloverfield? No, thank God. It was Pulse. <laughs> what? Pulse. I haven't seen it. It was like um, about like a internet thing that comes out and then comes after people. So it was like very oh, like no. modern. And so I... But I don't remember thinking it was that great. Now I'm like, did I really watch it? So now I'm going to have to watch it again. You probably just watched The Net with Sandra Bullock. Are you sure it wasn't that movie? Because that's pretty much what you described. (laughs) No, I did rewatch that the other day, though. It was on some streaming service that I had, and I hadn't seen it in years. Because I used to love that movie. And now I realize, like, how crazy and hokey it was. And it was all on, like, a floppy disk. And I was like, can you imagine if only it was on just a floppy disk now? Impossible. Have you seen the movie Hackers? From the nineties, yeah, of course. Who hasn't seen Hackers? Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah, that's my. That's one of that's my good. favorites. I love the soundtrack. It's so great. It was a killer soundtrack. You are correct. Really, really good. But I, I think the biggest thing you're. I think you're right about dreams. The biggest thing that you can do is like journal them. A hundred percent. If you really are someone who wants to find out what your dreams mean, journal them, and then look at some of the common things that people think may be. Some like some of the symbolism within the dreams. Look that up a little bit, but like ultimately, it's going to be what you think. It's it. 
even the people that have certifications and stuff will tell you this. A lot of it kind of comes from you knowing you. And one of the things that they'll do is they'll get to know you as a person before they try to interpret anything that you're dreaming about, because it really depends. Like just how you talked to Nick and I about what you thought with our dreams and like attacking an outside force that plays into our personalities. And we hundred percent, we may not be thinking about it, but you're, you know, a non-biased outsider's perspective that personally knows us. So you'd be a really good resource to be like, yeah, that's probably, you know, because of your personalities. I mean, well, and it's also like the factors of like things like you said, they, they need to know you because, like, say you had a traumatic experience with a dog as a child. Your dream about a dog means something very different than my dream at, with a dog because I don't have any weird, you know, thought process if a dog's in. You know what I mean? So seeing certain things in a dream, you know, if you're if your close family member, your grandma that you were really close with who passed away had something that she, you know, had this particular type of plateware or some, something yeah, that you see in a dream like a and, it, and it pulls to that, you know that i get it that's only to you that doesn't mean anything to me you know so it's very you're very right on with the fact that so much of interpreting dreams yes there is some things that have common symbolism to a lot of people but it's very yeah, much yeah. about what's going on in your own life and not, and not only that but here's, no, here's one of the biggest things that i found and you touched on it really nicely which is there's so many people that have so many different perspectives and the different things mean so many different things to different people but there's a lot of people out there that will try to write down what things mean to them but then also say like this is what my grandmother looking like a dog means to me but here's what it should mean to you also and that's like a very toxic part of this um the best way to describe it is like it is a crapshoot like you said because like i have a whole website list here that i i pulled up one of the first things i did for research on the topic and it has different things like here let me just see where, where am i at here unexploded bombs bombs usually symbolize accumulated energy you're connected about releasing okay but even that interpretation in itself or that symbolism that somebody said like it could be you know accumulated energy but what if you're a soldier with ptsd from afghanistan or something 100 percent. or right? i feel like it also depends how the bomb is in the dream like what are you dreaming about that there's a bomb did you dream that there's a glitter bomb that exploded when you walked into a yeah, room or did you it dream that you walked into a room and it exploded and killed everyone around you but you survived like there's so many things yeah mm -hmm. literally hundreds of interpretations are possible for this and it would really matter on the person themselves so even though i brought up this list initially to be like oh i could just reference this list if people want to talk about what they've dreamt about but it's such a fucking crapshoot and none of it matters none of it means anything you know yeah i mean one of the biggest things i know for even my meditations I will look at some of that symbolism, sometimes the same that you would have in dreams. Uh, the thing that I have found more so to be very accurate is overall animals. Like if you happen to see certain animals in meditation, because that's very different. Like yeah. if you're doing a guided meditation and you're walking through the forest and you happen to see a certain type of animal, animals tend to have very significant meaning in your meditations. And so that could happen in the dream. But again, it could depend on what you're dreaming. Like if you dream you're caught in a snake pit that doesn't have the same necessary meaning if you're terrified of snakes or something you know what i mean like okay. but at the same time if i dreamt i was caught in a snake pit and i don't like snakes yeah. i would probably think that maybe i'm avoiding something that i'm really scared to handle and yeah, so it's overwhelming me love snakes and it's it's really cool with the animals too it's like there's a point in time working on this show I've thought about associating every one of our staff members with a different animal. And then when they do an opening for the show, having a, a sound drop of that animal, I've had, I have animals for almost everybody. 
I'm so intrigued. Would it be like Power Rangers were like Triceratops? Not like that. But like, for I example, mean, kind of, but different. For example, if Wazzy opens, I would have a crow, right? If Allie opens, I'd have a cat. I'm calling a wolf. That's mine. My nickname is Lobo. You can't call a wolf. That's all. You're the street dog, dude. That's what you are. You're like the little coyote. Uh, you wish. You wish. Dog. You are you? Wish are you, you the? Are you the wolf then? Yeah, the wolf. I am. Only because that's been my nickname since high school, and only okay. my oldest friends know me as that. Some people don't even call me my real name. Uh, my best friend's grandmother, she didn't even know my real name. She called me that. Okay, hey, so Lobo. what's what's Nick? Hey, I, Nick is one person that I haven't figured out yet. Okay, I'll have to think about it. I'll see if I can. I'll meditate on it. See what what appears. Are you curious to to know what I picked for you? Yeah. Picked an owl. Are you serious? Oh, Frank. An it's owl? You know why? You know why, Leah? It's because I fucking listen, I listen to you. Why don't you listen to me? Because I know what that means to you. Because I listen to what you say. That means a lot to me. Yep. Actually. Not Absolutely. because necessarily you listen to me. That's very sweet. But owls have a very different connotation for me. And that is one of my spirit animals. Yeah. Like I'm like literally about to cry. That's crazy. Yeah. So Don't you did Frank. I know no, my, my best friend that died was hoot. I know that's, that's why. And I so like, there's so many things that tie to owls for me. So <laughs> Frank, so, you're so... going to make the ice queen cry. That doesn't happen very <laughs> it doesn't, often. It's, it's not very icy if you cry. I'm not. No, it's like, not. Okay, I, we have to end the stream so nobody's okay, crying. Okay, bye guys. Bye guys. Just play <laughs> the closing music. Closing music, everybody. Bye. I'm just kidding. You can't. You can't melt me on screen. We're gonna have to delete this stream immediately. I'll, I'll delete it. Don't worry. <laughs> It'll be premium content. Somebody will have to pay a lot of money that will go directly to you. <laughs> Thanks to see me cry. Mm. Yeah. So uh, we we want to hit this dream topic more. Or you think we've beat it into the ground enough? <laughs> I think I'm good. You think you're good? Yeah, Nick? I mean, I, I know I missed it, but I feel like what we should do is maybe do like a recap episode in like six months or something where we actually, now that we've done it, all of us as a whole, like keep track yeah. of some crazy dreams. Circle back to it with a dream journal. Yeah, I think that would be great. And like with the rest of the team and stuff, you know, well, let, would, a, let them see what dreams are this. going on for them. We'll have to get with Wazzy, Allie, and Mick on it. But I will tell you exactly. that. I will tell you that. Nick and I are in a similar spot where we don't sleep very much and therefore we don't really have a lot of dreams. And I'll tell you, like, I don't really have a lot of dreams most nights. Also, I think you two should sleep some more. If I could figure out how without taking medication, I would. But I'm scared to take the medication because I don't want any addictions in my life. And uh, okay, things can uh, be... valerian root is a natural herbal remedy that is very good for sleep and it is non-addictive. Does it have any carbohydrates in it? It sounds like it'd be carby. Uh, it's a sister plant to Belladonna, but it's a non-toxic family member of Belladonna. Belladonna. <laughs> it is, but it's a, it's in the nightshade family. It's a non-toxic nightshade. I don't know what a nightshade is. I think I dated a girl named Belladonna once. No, she's a famous porn star. You were just on Pornhub. You know who, <laughs> you know who Belladonna is, Nick? Have you ever, you've seen the, um, the Boondock Saints, right? You remember that porn star that Ron Jeremy's jerking it off to in that live theater? And then oh, yeah, yeah. the cop grabs yeah. her boob or whatever? That's Belladonna. She's a famous porn star. Yeah. I mean, she. I don't know that she's an active porn star anymore. Oh, she's I, older. She, yeah. No, no, no. Like in Boondock Saints, that was like she pulled out of retirement, I think, for that. But um, yeah, she's a very famous. Wait, she was like passed out or something, right? He yeah, yeah. That's her. yeah. That's Belladonna. She's yeah. a real porn actress. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's her. If I'm correct. I don't know. I I had never heard that. I'm gonna so look I was it up like, really okay. quick because I want to see how good my memory is because I read about it. 
but um yeah that's a but it's a it's a very you can buy it at like a gnc or something it's an herbal supplement yeah frank yeah sure let me just go there right now i'm just telling you i would i recommend it that's i've used no, it in honestly the past. you know i don't you walk there my uh, my girlfriend has given me some tea just to help me sleep on the nights that I really need it, and it is really yeah, helped. like sleepy time type tea. Yeah, oh yeah, it probably have, it probably has valerian root in it. Probably, I can tell you that I do get really good sleep when I have that. It's just that I'm such a lazy individual, and I generally don't really like hot drinks. That I don't drink it as often as I should. So again, I, it's a behavior thing that I have to change on my side. I am the problem there. Um, and yeah, I also tend to take on too much work and give myself too too much anxiety on my projects. So. Fair. I think that's fair. You're acknowledging it. That's the first yeah, step. Part of, part of now that fix is it. like I have to maybe take a break from some some of these projects, including this podcast, which we're gonna do in the in the winter. So it's really really yeah. great. Uh, I was telling Nick that, that I that could be helpful. Got some time off in December, so I'm gonna coincide my work time off with podcast time off, so I can actually take a really good break and come back really refreshed to hit this new year hard. Um, Really quick. That sounds awesome. Uh, we, we should close it up because I want to talk to you guys about something uh, after the podcast. You guys want to start closing? Yes. I know. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I think Nick wants to stick a fork in this especially. he's given, he, Nick has given me those eyes of like, I want to close it up. Really, Nick? Or I'm not really Nick. Really quick, Nick. Unfinished Plans wanted to know why you have decorative pillows on your bed. Uh, Why? Because it, it it's comfort, comforting. To the eyes? Yeah. Plus, if I want to take a nap, I just lay on the bed and I put my head on the bed. Is, that a, is that a football pillow? Yeah. That's exactly. Cool. I thought about buying some purple pillows, but I'm not ready to commit to that much money for like a really heavy 10 pound pillow. Is that the body size one? Anyway, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap Come it up. <laughs> final thought. Leia, you want to give it a final thought? Uh, track your dreams. Be aware of what's going on. Think about it. I mean, really, more than anything, that's what you need to do. Dreams are dreams are a little bit into your what you're holding on to, what you're not wanting to admit, at the very least. It's subconscious to an extent, so they're very good to think about when you can. Nick, final thought? Final thought, get more sleep. My final you thought. You want to have dreams, sleep more. That's a good final thought to have. My final thought is... If you like our show and you're a fan and you have time next week, listen to our show next week. Very awesome, important guest, MR Gorga, the demonologist, published author, New York Times bestseller, will be on the show being interviewed by us. So tune in next week uh, and we appreciate you listening in. We appreciate all the donations from the person that was trolling Nick. That was really awesome. I will contribute that to the holiday party and we will see you all next week. Until then, have a wonderful night. Sleep well, my friends. Sleep well. Rest easy, my friends. Sleep well.